and welcome back to Faithful. My name is Christina. My name is Emma. And this is a podcast where we talk about faith in media and especially fiction and ways we like it and ways we maybe think it could be done better. <laughs> uh, Emma put me on the spot for the intro because this is an episode that she cares a lot about. So I'm going to let you talk about it first, Emma. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, in this episode, you probably saw in the title and on Twitter or whatever, but we're going to be talking about the Power Rangers comic series Shattered Grid because it's really, it's so good. I'm going to try not to <laughs> swear because I feel that strongly about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, if you have no idea what I'm talking about at all, I'm just going to give you a brief like overview of what Shattered Grid is and what it's about and why you should read it. And then I'm going to talk about a couple specific moments or arcs that really like meant something to me on like a deeper level than I'm, I'm watching a bunch of teenagers fight monsters on a printed page. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it should be stated at the top of the episode that obviously we're going to be getting real heavy into spoilers here. Oh, so heavy on spoilers. Oh my god. So uh, if you are interested in reading it, I think by this point most of them should be collected in volumes at some point. Yes, I think that you can find annuals of them. Um, there's, don't, don't tell anybody, you can, you can just get them online for free, or you could support the people who, who do them, that too. It's just yeah. very expensive hobby, and these are very expensive comic books. <laughs> or, I know that my local library personally has oh, yeah. a couple of the collected volumes available for checking out, so also go support your local library. Yeah, they, perfect. They'll probably have it too. Or, I know, I think there's... There is a library app that you can get that's specific that is like specifically for comics. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's specifically for manga, but it might also extend to comics. I am not sure if I find it or if I remember. I will patch it in later. Okay, great. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna explain what it's about, and so you guys can stay around for that part. And when I when I start talking real spoilers, if that sounded super interesting to you and you want to read it, and you should just stop listening. Because, honestly, listening to what I'm about to talk about will make the experience less good. So just <laughs> just stop listening, but in a minute. So, okay, cool. here's my pitch for Shattered Grid. Do you also like consuming children's media? That's not good. But you like it because of what it could be if it was really good. Welcome to Shattered Grid. <laughs> it, ha- it has a lot of heart and a great aesthetic... <laughs> writing maybe not so deep no yeah if, if you especially if you like power rangers and you want to know what power rangers could be if the writing was good and tommy and kimberly could actually kiss <laughs> <laughs> then please read shattered grid <laughs> Emma has priorities. Number one, <laughs> good writing. Number two, Tomberly. <laughs> Listen, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so uh, there are a lot of Power Rangers comics, actually. And this is kind of like a continuation of one that was before that's just called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But um, Shattered Grid is specifically about... Um, all of the like Power Rangers timelines, like every Power Rangers show that you know, is pretty much on a different timeline. And all of those, like the whole Morphin grid that they're attached to, getting shattered because of this evil guy named Lord Dracon. 
If you at all follow uh, Jason David Frank on any social media, you've probably seen Dracon somewhere because that that man will he will ride that dead horse until it is glue. <laughs> oh gosh! Listen, my listen, my goal here, if not to make the listeners l- read this, is to make Christina a Tommy Stan because right now, to, maybe saying that she's a hater would be strong. But she doesn't like Tommy. I I I don't have anything personally against Tommy the character. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little bit uh I'm a little bit biased against just how against the oversaturation of Tommy Oliver in Power Rangers. Yeah, and that is entirely fair. I, in in my opinion, Tommy Oliver is a good character, is a good base for a character. Uh-huh. But Tommy Oliver does not need to be the axis around which Power Rangers turns. Yes, agreed. Um, so there you go. There's my stance. <laughs> and right now at uh, right now at five minutes of recorded audio. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yes, okay. So, uh, so if you didn't catch it from our conversation that just happened, Lord Dracon is an alternate Tommy Oliver, who is the Green Ranger of like the OG Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and in Dracon's universe, instead of Tommy, like, um, saying no to Rita Repulsa and saying, no, I don't want to be evil. I don't want to be on your team. I want to be a Power Ranger with Zordon. Uh, Tommy joins Rita and he's so powerful that he is able to help Rita actually take over the entire world. And, uh, Shattered Grid kind of just starts, um, in this post-apocalyptic society where Lord Dracon rules the entire world and um, the other Power Rangers that we knew are either dead or they are uh, in a resistance called the Coinless and they're fighting back against Dracon. So that's the setting of the story. Mm-hmm. It's a story about resistance. It's a story about tragedy. I cried literally full on sobbed at least three distinct times reading this <laughs> reading this comic um but mostly it's about the triumph of good over evil no matter how absolutely hopeless the situation seems so and there are like way 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 too many great moments in it and too like i probably don't even remember them all that i couldn't talk about them all in one episode but there's just a few that i want to talk about Mm -hmm. uh and we're gonna start getting into that so if you want to read shattered grid stop listening yeah this is the this is the spoiler uh this is the spoiler cutoff yeah spoiler zone ahead everyone watch out um okay so what i'm gonna start with and this is the issue that i gave to christina to read as mm-hmm. well is um shattered grid number 15 um and i've titled this sort of uh event called uh zordon soliloquy Mm-hmm. Um, for a little bit of context, if maybe it's been a while or you don't care about spoilers, um, Zordon in the world of the Rangers that we know has just been killed by Lord Dracon and shot into this like space in between dimensions so he can see his dimension that he was just shot out of and Lord Dracon's dimension where, you know, Tommy became evil. Yes. Yes. Please, cor- please correct. I'm raising my hand yeah. like I am in class. <laughs> Uh, please correct me here if I'm wrong. I thought it was that uh, 
Diva talks or Scorpino, no, Scorpino, like, opened some kind of a portal and that, that, that unmoored Zordon from the time stream, but didn't kill him. And then he saw into the coinless dimension and met the Zordon that Dracon had just killed. That sounds correct. Honestly, okay. I was too lazy to read what just ha- what happened, like, right before Zordon's soliloquy. So okay. I was just kind of guessing what happened. <laughs> but okay. no, that does sound more correct. Okay, yeah. okay. I was um, going to say, there, there's at least one Zordon alive somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, so he's not really killed, I guess. He's just, like, in between dimensions. Um, and uh, he can't get out of there, and he's just forced to watch this other dimension and like all of the events of it leading up to lord dracon taking over the world and like killing the rangers some of the rangers and all of that and it's just like heartbreaking to watch the zordon of that world keep believing in tommy when it's literally like killing people and destroying Mm -hmm. the world and society as they know it um yep it's oh crazy yeah, Christina, feel free to just like jump in if you have uh, comments or whatever. Oh, I will. Uh, yeah, I, ju- I just took uh, I mostly took theme notes. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I'll pop in as we talk about the themes for this one issue in particular. Yeah, yeah. Since um, I only read one. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, but like, no matter what Tommy does, literally, like this. I think this is post. Oh, I guess I don't really remember the timeline of who he kills and when, but, like, like Tommy is literally the most evil person that you've ever seen. Like, way worse than Rita Repulsa, way worse than anything. Um, but this Zordon... I, th- I yeah. think he kill. I think he kills Zordon after he takes out Jason mm-hmm. and maybe Billy, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Those are the two rangers that die. Okay. Because I... Uh, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't feel like pulling the PDF back up. No, it's uh, fine. <laughs> the, uh, the, if I remember correctly, there, like, there was, in the in the command center, it was Jason on the ground, and Trini, uh, Trini might have been there, but she can't have died because I think she's part of the coinless, right? Right. And I don't, and Kim was not there because she has to go on to be Ranger Slayer. So I think it was just Dracon and Jason... Maybe, like, Alpha or something? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Um, I I have the PDF pulled up. Why don't I just look? <laughs> um, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so, like, this Zordon just will not stop believing in the goodness of Tommy Oliver. Mm-hmm. And it's genuinely heartbreaking, even just, like, as a person who's not Zordon. <laughs> I'm not Zordon. Um, really? I have no <laughs> idea. Oh, no, wait. You have clearly visible limbs. You are not Zordon. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um. Uh, yeah, but, um, so, uh, uh, our Zordon, the Zordon of, like, the OG world, watches, um, Lord Dracon, or yeah, I think he is Lord Dracon at this point, um, break into the command center, steal Saba, the sword, uh, mm-hmm. the talking sword that is the worst character in the world, 
but in the comic is a little bit better. <laughs> um, steals Saba, um, threatens Zordon, and Zordon, uh, he like, it's like I've I've already chronically poisoned you. Next, I will detach you from time and space, and you will die alone. What is your answer, Sage? And he's like, you gotta join me, or else I'm gonna kill you. And Zordon's like, says. I'm gonna do a Zordon impression, I think. I, I, I was gonna say, can I raise my hand and just say, oh my god, Tommy, get out of Hot Topic, Edgelord. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, these, like, scars all over his face. <laughs> okay, comedy aside, please continue. <clears throat> my answer is that there is goodness in you, Tommy. I believe it with all of my being, but you must be it. Must believe it yourself. You still have a choice. It's not too late. You don't have to do this. And then Lord Dracon's like, my name isn't Tommy. And slashes Zordon's big tube and Zordon uh, disintegrates and flies into the space where our Zordon is. Mm -hmm. Into limbo. Into the limbo, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, Zordon explains what's going on and he's like, do you wish to give a final account? And, um... This, this other Zordon is like, no, only that I do not regret anything that I have done or believed in. And Zordon, who, like, never shows emotion, like, barely mm-hmm. even in this comic, but, like, ever. Um, yeah. He's like, how can you say that with everything that's happened in your world? Believing in Tommy Oliver appears to have ruined it. Mm-hmm. And, oof, here, I think this is the, the, the powerful line that, like, really hit me. I wrote it down, rich word. <laughs> uh, do you want to do a Zordon impression and say it? Sure. <laughs> I believe there will be enough good people making good decisions. That good will ultimately triumph over evil, even if it is not in the way we initially think. Yes. Which is like, that's so good. Oh, it's so good. And like, I'm just thinking about it now. And because we're, you know, a, a podcast about about faith and fiction. I'm just going to be mm-hmm. annoyingly Christian for a second, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, like I think that like the people of Jesus's time could have really related to that mm-hmm. <laughs> in hindsight, because you know, like when they were waiting for Jesus to come back, they were like, "There's like, there's going to be this great savior. He's going to like kill all of the Romans. He's going to free us, and like mm-hmm. he's going to be this warrior who's going to like fight for us and be great." But when he came, he was just, like, this pacifist guy who, like, had dinner with, like, prostitutes and tax collectors. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like, who is this guy? He's just, like, talking and not doing anything. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, things don't always work out in the way that they seem to, like, be like they're working out. And, you know, and, like, Zordon goes on to explain that, like, like, listen, maybe I did make some mistakes. Maybe this isn't founded on anything, but, like... I think there's goodness in Tommy. I think good wins over evil every single time. And, you know, what I've done doesn't look mm-hmm. great right now, but, like, it means that, Zordon, you're here. It means mm-hmm. your rangers found my world. And, like, your rangers are going to help save my world from Lord Dragon. And, like, mm-hmm. none of that would have happened if I didn't believe in Tommy. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, oh can't believe it and it just like you can see it in some of the art where zordon is just like oh oh ow (laughs) that that hurts me where i thought i was i thought i was a good guy but maybe i'm not as good as i think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And after uh, after coinless, I, I wrote this down as uh, in, the, in the traditional internet way, which is coinless exclamation point Zordon. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, after he dies, uh, I didn't know that this could happen. Uh, like the original Zordon kind of gets like blasted or something by the death of the other Zordon, and then Saba comes and goes back to the coinless world, and then Zordon <laughs> uses the talking sword as a mouthpiece to give hope to the people who are left in the world of the coinless, which is like yeah. something really cool that A, I didn't know could be done because <laughs> I actually, I've only seen maybe like five episodes total of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay, so well. So I didn't know yeah. that you could, I didn't know that, I knew that Saba had a personality, but I did not know that Saba could channel sword on. I'll save you the disappointment he cannot do that in the show in the show because it's not that well written i figured (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah it's a i was like that's a really good it's for me that's a good way of kind of like taking something that uh that the like the original zordon was already already clearly jaded by the fact that tommy oliver Mm -hmm. is evil yeah Mm -hmm. and then uh taking his own moments of doubt and then like say like nope i am going to use this to bring hope to other people so go sword and talk to zach yeah like not even his zach like the other zordon's zach Mm -hmm. like in the future and 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 that that moment is like when you read the whole thing makes everything kind of click for you because you do know that there was this prophecy that saba said where like it's like hey I'm going to go away for a while, but I'll come back when the new rangers are here to help you. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew what that meant. But then, like, you know, like, Billy and Tommy or whatever. I don't remember who. Billy and uh, someone or other. I can quote something here and also be uh, and also be persistently Christian. Yeah, please. <laughs> Children, I am with you but a little while. Where I go, you cannot follow. If you seek, <laughs> you will not find me. Still, you know that I am the way. <laughs> Ah, saying that in high school. <laughs> Man, it's oh, so good. And like I don't I don't think that the writers of this comic were trying to do this really, like to have like this like parallel between um you know, like biblical stories and like uh a, like the Christian uh like belief. Mm-hmm. Uh like mirroring it here but like i think it's just such like a like a like it just like is a story that like is so universal and so like touching to everybody regardless of their beliefs mm-hmm. it's just like this universal thing that happens in stories all over which i think is going to be a persistent theme in this podcast specifically about just like it's like oh hey christ allegory christ allegory oh there's another christ allegory weird (laughs) yeah it's i feel like it's because that it the i mean literally like i think we discussed this in the spider-verse thing like the concept of a savior is just like that is a universal concept Mm -hmm. among among people here on earth (laughs) yeah absolutely So it, it makes sense that it would show up a lot all over the place and especially that is looking at the original power rangers tv series zordon is literally god in a tube (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then Andrus kills god <laughs> i have some more notes on theme that yeah, we can please. touch on but do you want to 
uh, talk about the other things and then come back to do like a theme wrap up at the end? Oh, that might be a good idea. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think probably a lot of those themes will repeat themselves through this next thing I'm going to talk about as well. Okay, cool. In that case, uh, let's go ahead and pan over to the next example that you were going to talk about that I didn't read. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, me, I see, I totally forgot about this part until I was asking, uh, my girlfriend, Vigil, uh, if she remembered any other parts of Shattered Grid that were really, like, impactful. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, she reminded me of this one and I was like, oh, dang, yeah, that one was awesome. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So just to frame it again in some context, uh, I believe the Rangers from Galaxy Force are um in their space station and uh they're panicking because there's like this like off the charts readings coming do you from mean Earth. wait what? i don't know Ga- what the- Gal- yeah. you said galaxy force do you mean time force or lost galaxy lost galaxy i think which like one of them has like lost, a space lost galaxy station, has right? the zigzags let me lost, lost galaxy it. has zigzags and takes place on an entire space colony I think I remember seeing panels from Time Force where they have some kind of a space station that they were on. Oh, gosh. Let me just take a screenshot of the little bit <laughs> where Go for it. the space station is in it. Okay, so honestly, I didn't think that this was like it spanned this far. But this part that I'm talking about now is basically the entire like finale of the um, the the comic. It's... um. There's like it. There's only one issue in this like little packet of issues from this website. Um, this is called Shattered Grid, and it's yeah, just just the finale here. Yeah, and, and it's not just whatever this uh, um, whatever this Ranger team is. It's like a lot of Ranger teams. Every Ranger team, uh, which is rad. Okay, yeah, that is Terra Venture. That is Lost Galaxy. Lost Galaxy, okay. So I was close. I I to I have not gotten past <laughs> Zio. That's okay. So yeah, anyway. Um yeah, so uh right before what I'm talking about happens, um the Ragers from uh what is this, Lost Galaxy, you said? Mm-hmm. Lost yeah. Galaxy are um in space watching the earth and there's this huge like explosion coming off of it and a bunch of like shattery lines are coming off of it shattered mm-hmm. grid the symbol hey. um, <laughs> and uh it's just this huge explosion and they have no idea what's going on they're like we gotta get out of here everybody transport transport and then the scene just kind of explodes into white and the panel like you can't see anything anymore and mm-hmm. the very next page uh the art style is completely changed. It's like a sepia toned. It's like really earthy. There's like a lot of really soft brush strokes and like glowy like um, sun through the trees, and it's just really really nice. <laughs> they they went and got the Kyle Higgins concept brush pack off of Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean honestly, God um, bless Kyle Higgins. <laughs> um. And it we opened up on this like. Scene. Oh wait, no, wait, no. Kyle Webster, Kyle, Kyle Higgins wrote this comic book. Kyle Webster made the Photoshop <laughs> brushes. They work together. Kyle's united. Yes. <laughs> right. So so, but we open up on this little like suburban house, 
it's got some like hedges in the front and the sun is shining and um it looks like it's about it's like the morning and uh there's a family having like breakfast and tommy oliver is sitting there and there's like like an older like motherly figure and an older father figure and uh it is revealed that the lady is supposed to represent rita repulsa and the man is supposed to represent zordon and they're they're tommy's parents (laughs) yikes Uh. (laughs) lord dracon has got some issues (laughs) well yes uh but yeah and so they're uh they're just like like rita is trying to offer him some pie and zordon is just like oh he's had some pie like honey like just don't even worry about it it's like but this is my mulberry pie i really want to try it and nami's like okay fine i'll try it and it's like this really weird domestic scene and especially because Thor Dracon has just, like, killed a bunch of rangers in cold blood. This, like, is super weird and not <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Where's, where is Sigmund Freud when you meet him? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then Tommy's blue dog named Kruger starts barking. <laughs> um, And uh, Tommy's like, I have to go. And Rita's like, oh, what about my pie? And he's like, we'll warm it up as soon as I save the city. And he, like, shoots out of the house like Superman. <laughs> And he is, like is, is 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 this the fantasy that he has where he's doing good things? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, I guess, yeah, and so yeah, you realize pretty quickly that this is you. You think it's like oh, this is like some weird dream, and that like Lord Dracon is made up for himself, where like he's actually doing good and people love him. Um, but like it's it's it like in the context of everything it's like so weird and everything but anyway he like rips open his shirt even to reveal this like uh gem that he got um that's like the source of his power now and Mm -hmm. uh he goes and fights some monsters and like other rangers like gen time force uh is there and they're like you know they're like the superhero team but like tommy's obviously like the leader and they wait for him, and, like, he's the one who ultimately defeats everybody every time. Okay. And, like, all he's the, the... He's the Tommy Oliver of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, all the reporters love him, and, he, and like, his friends love him. But uh, every, like, couple panels or whatever, this little green bubble comes out of nowhere and starts talking to him, saying, like, it's like, hey... You know none of this is real, right? You live in this lie, like you think that this is gonna fix you, and that uh, in and in Dragon's reflection, he sees like the the real Tommy Oliver talking to him, telling him, you know, trying to convince him that like, hey, this is what you're doing here is wrong. Actually, this is this is messed up. Um, but yeah, he lives in this big mansion. Everyone loves him. Blah blah blah. Um, I this part is a little bit funny because uh he basically lord dracon so so what happened here is that he got like the big power he tapped right into the morphing grid and completely rewrote everything in his image that he wanted it to be i have my head in my hands listeners (laughs) (laughs) um and uh 
he <laughs> one of the things that he did here is he made Kim Kimberly a like little like barista in this cute little cafe. And we see a couple scenes of like Lord Draca coming in there and like flirting with her. And it's like he has the whole power of the entire Morphin grid and he uses it to make his own coffee shop at you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting my head further into my hands. <laughs> as far as I can go without taking my headphones off. <laughs> and it's so weird. Um but uh Tommy still talking to him and everything is oh i forgot to mention tawny died a while ago <laughs> i forgot to mention tawny died <laughs> um that 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 was some weird like keeping the cycle going stuff though and it's like he's not really dead he's just like knocked out of the time stream mm-hmm. or something yeah and we don't really understand that until like right now that he's not actually dead but like mm-hmm. <laughs> let me go on a little diversion to explain to you how he died yeah go for it he so this is um pretty early on in him like joining the rangers they've gone on a f- couple missions he knows like he and kimberly know that they like each other mm-hmm. but it's still weird because like they're on the same superhero team and they're like is this gonna ruin our dynamic like what if we break up like that whole you know mm-hmm. in between dating stage the whole co-workers thing yeah <laughs> and uh but kimberly is like hey you know what are you free tonight let's go see a movie and so they go to see a movie it's like their first date and uh they're like you know they have like a great time and they're like walking down the street back home and uh tommy kind of leans in for a kiss and kimberly kind of like you know like pushes him away a little bit like hey i'm not i don't think i'm quite ready for that he's like oh yeah of course no i don't want to push you into anything of course Mm -hmm. no way and uh see that's the tommy oliver i support yeah (laughs) listen this tommy is so good is the thing i love this tommy anyway he and so they they go their separate ways because that was pretty awkward they don't want to walk next to each other anymore yeah and uh both of them are like god that was stupid why did i do that like kimberly's like i wanted to kiss him why wouldn't i why didn't i kiss him so i should go kiss him and so she runs back <laughs> to like <laughs> to go uh catch up with him and and apologize and kiss him uh and tommy's also like god that was stupid why did you rush into that oliver like you're, that's so dumb why would you do that um and then uh right before t- Kimberly like he like walks down this like little alleyway mm-hmm. um and right before Kimberly like turns the corner Lord Dracon comes out of nowhere and stabs him in the back with Saba and Kimberly rounds a corner and she goes like she's like Tommy and like you know uh like rushes over to him and like has him in her arms well actually no she she turns in she uh, morphs and like starts to fight lord dracon he's like oh you have no idea what you just got into honey and then uh <laughs> i'm getting a little rambly now but then giant time force comes and she uh fights scares off lord dracon and so he goes back to his own dimension but tommy good good even dies. lord dracon knows that you don't mess with with gen time force <laughs> but Tommy just dies in her arms <laughs> and he's he's dead for real <laughs> he's dead asterisk ah! I, <laughs> I remember when I was reading through this comic Vigil was a couple issues ahead of me 
and mm-hmm. um we were like on a on a video call where we were both reading it and at one point she just like it's like stops and like grabs her heart and just kind of like sinks down underneath her desk and starts like <laughs> starts like crying oh, and i'm like what fiddle. just happened are you okay and she's like i'm fine it's fine don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> Oh, that's, that is that vigil. That is very soft of you. I'm assuming you're listening to this. It is very soft of you. Uh, yeah. Needless to say, it was not fine. Um, but yeah. So, okay, back to where I was going. Tommy is dead, and so he, but he's not really dead. And I won't explain why that is because it's it's way too much to get into. Um. We still got one more plot point to cover. I know. Well, this is this kind of like leads into that. I'm oh, kind yeah. of like oh, yeah, halfway between the two. But anyway. Um uh, so Tommy's like in this in-between space, very similar to where Zordon was in that last thing. Um, and he is watching what uh Lord Dracon is doing and like talking to him, and it's like, um what does he say here? He's peanut gallerying uh pretty much Dracon. And Oh man! Oh no, no. More specifically, he is Jiminy Cricketing, Lord Dracon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and uh, what really, excuse my language, pisses him off, uh, Lord Dracon is uh, Tommy's like. So in the past, I guess Lord Dracon did something that let him see like all the infinite like multiverses and all of the different versions of Tommy, and uh, Tom. And so our Tommy is like. A vast multiverse, a seemingly infinite number of worlds, which may, which also had a Tommy Oliver. In every single world you saw, there was a constant. Tommy Oliver was good in every world that is except yours. <laughs> and uh, so Dracon's like, that's hello, just a weakness. Hello, you, you, are, you are the spiders, Georg, of this situation. <laughs> you are an outlier and should not be counted. <laughs> It's like, he's like, you're not real. It's just like a weakness that I put away. And he's like, no, no, no. That's not a weakness. Uh, it's like, it's like in all of existence, you were the flawed one. Not all of the other Tommies that you killed, you. And uh, he gets really pissed and runs away. Okay. Uh, and uh, then we get to the coffee shop AU. But, um, uh... In, in ways, Tommy breaks through uh, the morphing grid and into uh, the world again. Um, and he goes and, like, uh, I think he, like, touches Kimberly's cheek or something and, um, rem- like, reminds her that, like, this is not reality and that, you know, Lord Dracon is awful and, like, re- reminds her of, like, everything that happened, uh, including the fact that he died. <laughs> um, and so it's very happy reunion. <laughs> um and they go and find all the other rangers and remind them of everything, blah blah blah. Uh, and they get to the very end, the big the big fight between all of the rangers and Dracon, um, the very final fight. Okay. Uh, and a spoiler alert: they win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Power Rangers. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so Tommy uh beats the crap out of uh Lord Dracon in this weird in between space. Doesn't matter, but um. Basically, was like you know you know why I'm stronger than you. It's because my friends help me, and you know that hole you feel in your heart, Dracon. That's where your friends should be, and they're not, and that's why I'm better than you. 
Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Tell and, me uh, my friends are my power, Oliver. <laughs> it's, it's so good. But, uh, yeah, so Tommy, so they win, they take control of, like, the thing that has all of Dracon's power. He's totally powerless. And, um, because Tommy has that thing now, everything that, um, Lord Dracon built is shattering again. Like, the whole Morgan grid is, like, uh, going to crap again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, some guys like open up a portal to get them out like back uh so that they won't die um and but before that they leave tommy turns back to lord dracon who's kneeling on the ground powerless and says listen i know the pain you're in i know what it feels like to be alone and to be faced with what you could have had i also know it's never too late despite everything you've done we can still fix this they can help you like they helped me you don't have to be broken you don't have to be alone. He extends his hand to Dracon, and Dracon uh, looks like a uh, cat no banana <laughs> mm-hmm. at the hand and turns away. Um, and uh, Tommy sadly leaves with the other rangers, leaving uh, Lord Dracon to die with the rest of the uh, with the rest of the universe as it collapses. And like. Oh, God. Like, if you... I just... Tommy Oliver. <laughs> he just, like... After everything Lord Dracon did. Lord Dracon literally killed him mm-hmm. in front of his girlfriend. And he still, still believed that there was goodness inside of him. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, it's so easy, especially, like, in, like, today's, cl- like, political climate and, like, in just the world in general, to yep. believe yep. that people are just evil to the core. <laughs> and, listen, people are very, very bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, to, to, and I know he's not a real person, but, like, to see a character mm-hmm. be able to still forgive and still try and help people who have hurt them mm-hmm. is so in- incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. That kind of determined optimism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And I, that, that's pretty much the end of, of that, um, that bit that I wanted to talk about, but like, Oh God. It was, really, it was a lot. Okay, cool. Now, what is the second thing you wanted to talk about? And then we can do the, the theme wrap up at the end. That, that was pretty much it. I, I was oh, talking okay. mostly about, like, okay. the, the two parts of that were, like, Dracon's, like, weird dream worlds. And then Tommy, uh, Tommy's, like, I called it Tommy's resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, where he, you know, just tries to help Dracon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, since I know you took a lot of, a lot more notes than I did. Uh, what were some of the main, like, themes or stuff that you wanted to kind of, like, talk about now that we've, now that we've essentially laid out the main, the main, the main points from this extremely long Power Rangers comic book event? Yeah, I, I apologize for pretty much going through that panel. No, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) That, that is more so referencing the fact that there are a lot of issues of Shattered Grid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, uh, I guess just, like, the, the themes that, like, 
are I think like just kind of like wrapped up here at the end of the the comic or this this little arc at least um is like the power of friendship and the power of love Mm -hmm. um and how like that can always triumph over over evil and you know even if evil doesn't um accept that help it doesn't mean that um what you did wasn't meaningful Mm -hmm. you know it still matters that you tried yes exactly and yeah um uh and then well i thought there was one more thing i was thinking of um just just you know that like uh, unrelenting optimism in the Mm -hmm. face of of uh hardship because like god knows the world is really bad right now (laughs) and it's so 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 hard to believe that there's anything good left a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and you know like constantly being bombarded with like awful news and like one tragedy after another and it's so hard to believe that there are good people in the world and like sure nobody in shattered grid is real but like stories like this like the re- like they're so impactful because like you can relate to them and they mean something to you because they feel like something that could happen you know mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know i'm kind of rambling now but that was that was pretty much what i wanted to talk about did you have any extra notes or whatever yeah. to add i mean yeah. uh all of those are all of those are definitely good points mm-hmm. the the notes that i had left over that we didn't already cover um would have uh were essentially that like i wrote down the whole like the that coinless zordon's big values were uh having faith in tommy and that good will triumph over evil in mm-hmm. some way or another yeah and there was one point at which uh the zordon that was observing uh said something about uh seeking new paths towards hope mm-hmm. and at the end kind of tying it in with like uh, we must endeavor to, uh, when we dwell on regrets and lose ourselves in if only, we must endeavor to broaden our perspective. After all, what could have been isn't always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, something that I think everyone can use to take to heart because uh, uh, if, I I mean, that's uh, that's one of the main ways to beat anxiety, which is... Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Which is... Sometimes you have to, it, it's really difficult, but sometimes you have to just not, you have to think about something else besides what could have happened and focus on what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really powerful way. I, I used to suffer um, from like, like almost debilitating anxiety. I think I was like right on the cusp of, you know, like being really not being able to function. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But that's something that, really helps me is like being able to like take control of the situation in just a little way even just if that's taking control of how your mind is thinking about it mm-hmm. yeah just the whole um like yeah realizing that like stuff that's happened in the past mm-hmm. can't change but like what you're doing now and like how you can go forward with that yeah mm-hmm uh, from the one from the one uh, issue that I read, that was also 
really evident, really uh, evident with how uh, the original Zordon, even after seeing and af- even after seeing of an alternate version of himself die, mm-hmm. Zordon got to watch himself die. Uh, <laughs> even after that, his uh, reaction was to help the people that had been mm-hmm. left behind in the power gap from that Zordon's death. And I'm assuming probably go back to once he got returned to his reality, like help set up everyone else so like this mm-hmm. so that it would not happen again, yep. or that if something did, that they would be prepared for it or have a system in place. Yes. Yep. That is pretty much exactly what happens next. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I think also it's kind of powerful to see how uh Lord Dracon thought of like Zordon as a sort of fatherly figure or wished that Zordon was more of a fatherly figure mm-hmm. um like we talked about dads extensively in the Spider-Man episode yeah we did <laughs> so I won't go like super into it but like I think there's a lot to unpack there in that just in, in like it's just one page really where like there's like the Rita Zordon mom dad sort of situation mm-hmm. and like unpacking what exactly that means in Lord Dracon's psyche is a whole can of worms. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and we we could we could even go into the whole uh, biblical Adam and Eve comparison with oh, wow, yeah. with with Rita as the with Rita as the tempter offering mm. the the mulberry pie or whatever. And, oh, oh come God. on, like pulling the pulling the Turkish delight, like oh, mm-hmm. like yes, come on, won't you won't you try some more? You had some and it was so tasty, and the father figure Zordon got however you want to address it like oh yes uh it it's all right he's had enough <laughs> gosh oh wow i honestly didn't never thought about it like that that is ooh that's awesome that's really interesting actually listen think about what you think what you want about the bible it's got some great themes in it let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want your story to be powerful, mm-hmm. just, like, go study the Bible a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Just, oh, man. Re- regardless of what your opinions in the Bible might be, things from the Bible have definitely been assimilated into the public consciousness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, did some, I did some extremely light research on uh, the writer of uh, the Shattered Grid, and I think probably a lot of the Power Rangers comics that are out right now, uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Higgins, I could not find what his religious or spiritual or faith leanings are, but mm-hmm. uh, I can't imagine that the Rita Zordon one was intentional. Maybe some of the other stuff was, but that part is a little bit maybe less... I don't know, just from, just from hearing you talk about it, it sounds less intentional. Not that that's a bad thing. Sure, yeah. And I mean, like, Kyle Higgins is a really cool dude, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And, like, cool authors are usually fine with people, like, reading into things in a way that they weren't intending. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think there's a crap ton of symbolism in that scene. And mm-hmm. a lot of it's probably visual. Um, so that's a little bit hard to talk about in a podcast, but, like... <laughs> yeah. Audio medium. <laughs> uh... But yeah, like, I think, I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is looking from at things from 
that like religious perspective and being able to derive meaning from it and like does it really affect me that much personally to know that like Rita and Zordon from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are kind of a like <laughs> Satan God allegory no <laughs> that doesn't really affect my day-to-day but like it makes me like able to consume this media better and like understand it and like appreciate it on a deeper level and I think that that's super important to just like being a human being and and like what God put us on this earth to do you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean uh, I I ran out of notes <laughs> yeah I think I'm out of notes too my my notes <laughs> I, so I have, like, a number four, Tommy's Resurrection, and then, like, four bullet points of just, like, all caps, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> all caps, Tommy! Oh. Tommy! God, yeah. It's, oh my god. So, so basically, so now all the rangers and everything are in this, like, within the grid, and there's, yeah. like, these three, like, sort of like ranger deities i guess the morphin masters yeah the morphin masters (laughs) um uh which they represent like the red blue and yellow powers of power rangers yeah and actually their design is super cool it's like they have like this weird like split down their face that's like you know like a light or something Mm -hmm. that kind of like suggests that their their face keeps like flipping between different ranger masks Mm -hmm. and which like I've seen pictures of the Morphin Masters and, like, props to the artists that had to draw probably every single combination that you could make between uh, yeah. all of the red, blue, and yellow uniforms they've had over the years. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so they're, like, in the Morphin Grid and the, the Masters are like, hey, we don't really have the power to, like, fix things, but all of you guys do because you're tapped into the Morphin Grid. Um, and so... Like, you guys get to put it all back the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Kimberly or somebody's like, wait, like, back the way it was? So, like, does that mean that we're not going to remember anything that happened? And then she looks over at Tommy and she's like, does that mean Tommy's going to die again? Like, is he not coming back? Yeah. Um. Uh, and yeah, yup, that's exactly what that means. Yes. Um. And I remember crying. I was like... <laughs> Mitchell finished this way before me and so I was just like sitting at my desk in my dorm just like sobbing I'm like it's not fair it's not fair they finally got to be back together and now they're gone again <laughs> um but uh Tommy is kind of the leader there and he kind of assures everybody he's like hey I'm not gonna be here and we're not gonna remember anything that just happened but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen and like we're doing this to like save not just our world but every world Mm -hmm. and it's so much bigger than us and like he just gives this little speech and it's like everyone just like gladly puts their hands on like the um the like power stone or whatever that they have and willfully like gladly changes the world back to the way it was mm-hmm. and it's just like oh god like it's just like the, the 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 friendship there and like it's just so like powerful mm-hmm. how 
like, I don't know. I, I feel, I've said most of it already, but, like, just friends leaning on each other and supporting each other and, and doing things that are bigger than just them alone. Mm-hmm. You know? It's it's a powerful story. Chef kiss. Yeah. Chef, yeah, chef kiss. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Yeah. You okay over there? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I could have without when I was pretending to cry. I definitely could have cried for real if I wanted to, but I held it back. <laughs> because you are strong and tough. I'm so strong in the face of Tomberly angst. <laughs> if anyone knows anything about me, that should be the one thing you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we how do, how do you want to rate this? Would you say yes, recommend, no recommend, start here, start there? Hmm. That's a really tough one. I would uh highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh I would say at this point, if you're at the end of this episode, you probably read it already or you didn't care about it, and that's fine. But mm-hmm. I would really encourage you to just, like, flip through it again or, you know, just, like, read it again or anything with that, with that, like, lens of, you know, like, Mm -hmm. deeper meaning and stuff on, like, uh, on a spiritual level rather than just, like, the surface level. Mm -hmm. And I think consuming media that way um, is a little bit harder to do, but, like so rewarding in like what you can get out of it uh that yeah highly recommend shattered grid the power rangers comic book cool (laughs) awesome all right that's gonna wrap it up for faithful faithful is a part of the corner podcast network we can be heard on apple podcasts itunes google play stitcher pippa and other places where podcasts are found uh, our theme music is Start of Something Beautiful, courtesy of Ketza. Uh, and we can be reached through an email at uh, faithfulpod at gmail.com. That's with two L's. Or through our fa- our Twitter, at faithfulpods. That's two L's again. Uh, and since we're a new podcast, uh, please rate and review us wherever you're listening. And mm-hmm. maybe we'll recommend us to a friend or two. Uh, we really appreciate it. It's really the only way that word gets out. So, you know, retweet our tweets, uh, tell your friends. We will really appreciate it. And if you leave a review, then we'll read it probably. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we have any reviews or not on... The only one I can check is uh, is iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. But I will check before we record the next episode. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. So, still don't have an outro, but I'll just say, uh, may the power protect you. May the power protect you. May the power protect you, Rangers. Always. <laughs>
may the power protect you.